Kabbalah. It means holy worship. Join me, your host, Robert Randall, as we delve into biblical instrumentation and music history to discover the sounds behind the words of our Savior, Yeshua Messiah. Yeshua Messiah. Good morning, family in Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Today is, well, we're going to do a couple of topics here. One is, um, well, this is a bit sombering, but I also want it to be encouraging. Obviously, we're facing something that is quite unusual. At the same time, we need to consider how we are presented the facts at hand. By that I mean we need to take heed to what our King and Savior said. Do not let any man deceive you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am. Now, there is that aspect. But of course, in this world today, with mass media and internet communications, we know that the enemy is capable of deceiving people. Now, many of us are wondering... What is going on? No one has any living memory of such an event happening prior to the uh, the 19th century with with the Spanish flu pandemic. And for what it's worth, when you really look at the numbers, when you really look at the way this is being carried out, this is a strain of the flu. And it's affected very minimally uh, the young. There have been some deaths. And there have been some deaths, uh, the majority of them being the elderly. And this is sad. Please do not misunderstand uh, what I'm saying, um, that that there is some validity to this. So, you know, I think we should all be health conscious. I think we should um, take care of ourselves. We have a, a duty to do that. As, um, and we have a duty to... Um, to obey the laws of the land so far as they do not violate Yehovah's Torah. And with that being said, um, I, I know that many churches and many fellowships, Messianic and Christian, are using Zoom to communicate, to fellowship w- with each other. And some, uh, including my fellowship uh, in Colorado Springs, we are working to reach out to the homeless and the needy because. Our homeless shelter is on a skeleton crew, and I know the last time that we gave them sandwiches around the start of this pandemic last month, they needed the food that we gave them. And I know now more than ever that I would say this week, later this week, that they're going to need that food again, because if they needed it the day that we brought it over last month, they're going to need it again. So um, we just appreciate your prayers, brethren, as we deal with this. You know, I'm, I'm also affected here, too. I have family who are quarantined. Now, are they sick? Thank God, no, they're not, okay? But at the same time, we're taking precautions because, you know, we just don't know. Now, 
Um, at the same time, we need to pray because this is a very fitting season. And speaking of which, Happy New Year, by the way. The new moon was sighted last night. Hallelujah. It's a new Aviv. Passover is in 14 days. And, yeah, I, I'm excited. And this is so fitting because here we have a plague that is upon the earth. And we are praying that God's mercy will remove it from our midst around the globe. And we who are the remnant of God are here to essentially pray that God would show his mercy during this Passover, that this plague would pass over us. Now, there's one thing that I want to address, and that is the nature of how the media presents this virus. Again, I'm not stating that this is not a real pandemic, but I want you to consider the means by which information is conveyed to you. Is it possible that there is a bigger agenda going on here. When I did my former radio show, Conspiracy Bereans Radio on MixLR.com, uh, I, I covered a lot of news and a lot of different things, interviewed a lot of guests, um, the late Doc Marquis, Dr. William Schneblin, um, uh, Gary Wayne on his Genesis 6 book, all, all sorts of fun things. It was, a, it was a good time. It was a good, I think it was like a six-year run. But, you know, and so I, I really haven't touched on anything newsworthy in a while because this show doesn't cater to that. But after I heard the podcast I listened to from Chris Pinto on Noise of Thunder Radio, I had to talk about this. Because when you have some of the most elite private and government foundations coming together in one room to discuss the possibility of a pandemic in October of 2019 – and it's filmed openly. And the way in which the media is um, mockingly covering this pandemic speaks a lot to what we're facing today. And this is nothing new. If you read um, Rene Wormser's book, Foundations, and how uh, they basically manipulated the education and banking financial systems from the 1950s, you understand quite seriously how much society has changed um, with the Kinsey Institute, uh, the foundations manipulating our history and our government financial institutions of the Federal Reserve, all of these things. Now, <laughs> you're thinking, man, you're a music scholar. Well, what's going on? Yeah, again, this is something that I want to address. I want you to listen to this meeting that I just spoke about. It's... Um, it was held at John Hopkins University last October, and it was essentially a meeting held that was funded by the Rockefeller Foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation at John Hopkins University called Event 201. What I want you to hear is the disease that they presented as the pandemic. Again, this is just the leaders of private, national security, and globalist financial and governmental institutions coming together to talk about the possibility of something like this happening. So I am not saying in any way that this was intentional. However, if you know the history of 
such elite families and private institutions and governments coming together to do such things or having written books and papers on such things over time, um, you get the feeling that events are manipulated for a purpose, for the bigger worldwide under uh, worldwide takeover of a global government, much like Plato's Republic, the three-ringed uh, tier, the gold being the elites, the silver being the servants who work and keep things going, and the bronze layer as being the 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 poorest, the workers who you know keep the engine running while they're enforced by the guys on the silver tier. And essentially, this is really what I think is trying to be implemented. I don't think – I think this is a rehearsal for what they want to do in 2030. And if you don't understand the 2030 agenda, look it up. Um, if you don't understand the 2040 agenda of cybernetics and evolving man and machine together as one, look it up. Because this is something that we need to be informed about. I don't have time to go into all of this, but you need to understand these things. You need to do your own research and come to your own conclusions. I'm just presenting this as a way for you to get a window into the matrix, as it were. Father in heaven, we need your guidance. We need to understand what is happening, Father. We need your wisdom and discernment especially as believers, to come together on the spiritual domains of the Internet and on this podcast, Father, to lift each other up, to lift up those who are in need, Father, to feed the hungry, to feed the truckers, to help those who are, um, if, if we can, assist them. That's why Hebrew Nation Radio is here. We are here to feed people spiritually. And I pray that um, that my donations and your donations to our podcast and to the radio station are getting through for the gospel of the kingdom, Father. I pray, Father, that everyone who listens would be edified, would be exhorted and encouraged, that we are not given a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, shalom, peace, and completeness, and of a sound mind, Father. Help us to not be deceived by the media or by the, the wiles of the devil, the principality of the power of the air, Father. Help us to understand your truth and to seek your kingdom, Father, and not be dependent solely on the things of this earth, the governments or the, the leaders of this earth. Although we do pray for them, Father, we pray they would make wise and productive decisions that would benefit everyone. We pray that your Holy Spirit would continue to lead the present administration, Father, that the living, loving blood of the Lamb would be poured over them, uh, poured over all of your remnant, all over the world, Father. Those who are Christian or Hebraic, Father, help us unite together, Father, as one family, singing the song of the Lamb and the song of Moses, Father. In that glorious time, unite us, Father. Unite us during these feasts at Passover and in the Feast of Unleavened Bread, leading up to Shavuot. Father, we pray that your spirit of repentance and water and your spirit of igniting the gifts that are stirred up for us for the name, destiny, and calling that we are guaranteed in these latter times would be manifested at Shavuot. In Yeshua HaMashiach's name, preserve your remnant to do the will of your kingdom. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Yeshua HaMashiach's name, HaMashiach's name Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, amen. All right, 
This is the audio excerpt of the event 201 that I was just describing earlier. Take a listen, and you can watch it on YouTube. Come to your own conclusions. It began in healthy-looking pigs months, perhaps years ago. A new coronavirus spread silently within herds. Gradually, farmers started getting sick. Infected people got a respiratory illness with symptoms ranging from mild flu-like signs to severe pneumonia. The sickest required intensive care. Many died. Experts agree unless it is quickly controlled, it could lead to a severe pandemic, an outbreak that circles the globe and affects people everywhere. The mission of the Pandemic Emergency Board is to provide recommendations to deal with the major global challenges arising in response to an unfolding pandemic. The board is comprised of highly experienced leaders from business, public health, and civil society. We could be looking at double the number of cases in one week and 16 times as many in a month if we are not able to stop the spread. That would be on the order of half a million cases, and it would continue to rise exponentially. In three months, we could be approaching 10 million cases. We're at the start of what's looking like it will be a severe pandemic. And there are problems emerging that can only be solved by global business and governments working together. We have known about caps-like viruses in animals and people for decades, but have not been successful at developing a licensed vaccine. I'm sure there are new technologies that may help, but it's going to be difficult. I am not optimistic about having a vaccine in time to be relevant during this pandemic. So the policy crisis in question for this board in this meeting is this. How should governments, business, and international organizations allocate and distribute pandemic antivirals and medical supplies to the people who need the most. What we've seen work uh, very well in the HIV field is in fact procurement through the Global Fund. So having a centralized mechanism, so financial, financially able to procure on behalf of affected countries okay. is really critical. I think the second thing, the second thing is um, it's going to be very important that for the business sector, for manufacturers of anti antivirals, that we have clarity around what the need is and where the need is and who are making the decisions. I think that given that uh, the countries most affected are those that are low and middle income countries with unequal access to technology, to, to finances, uh, the UN has a, a worldwide uh, footprint, universally uh, recognized and uh, universal membership. A global stockpile would certainly help ensure more rational and strategic allocation, but the reality is that we don't have the logistics capability, even within the UN, to bring that together in one place and run it. So this is where I think a collaboration between the international organizations like the World Health Organization and the private sector, which runs these supply chains for many purposes every day, understand where the supplies are, make smart decisions about how to allocate them to the people who need them in the places that need them the most, and then work with the industry to move those supplies from where they are today to where they need to be. All right, brethren, so it's a very long conference, and you're welcome to watch videos of the highlights as well as the full conference if you want to. It's like a five-part 
uh, three-hour session, as I recall. Um, I have not watched the whole thing. I've only excerpted highlights. But it's it's very interesting to see all these leaders of private financial um, and, and institutions, uh, as well as governmental institutions you heard from. Uh, the last guy speaking there was from the Bill and, and Melinda Gates Foundation. The lady that spoke before him was from the United Nations. And then... Um, uh, I think I think his name was Adrian Thomas. He spoke for the, the guy with the, with the Irish accent. He spoke for the World Health Organization. And again, you know, I don't want to input fear. Uh, I, I think they call it fear porn um, in this. I, I want to legitimately think that these guys were meeting to say, you know, what do we do if this happens? Uh, you know, it, it's a valid question. Um, but at the same time, we, you know, we should be wary. I mean, the fact that they put that media presentation together and put that virus on there, uh, is, is that circumstance? I don't know. You know, we need to pray about this. We need to understand these things. You know, if you've done any sort of research in this kind of area, you tend to get a sense of how these things flow. So... Whether or not this was purposeful or not, I can't say. But the fact that that this is the way that they did this, uh, I think, speaks volumes to a certain extent. Um, and I'm, you know, I think that there are sincere people on that board who were, you know, wanting to do their job. They're they're wanting to consider their options, you know, um, because we haven't faced anything like this um, in in a long time. So. Make what you will of that. You know, I'm not someone who's going to say, stay in your home, all right? Honestly, you know, you have to do what you have to do. Don't be afraid. Get out there, folks, honestly. I mean, it's going to get to the point where someone is going to want a beer and a burger. Let, let's just be serious about this. Someone is going to want to talk to someone face-to-face -face besides your relatives. Um, and you know what? This might lead to Zooming more frequently. I don't know. We'll see. I, I pray that these state um, can, um, quarantines will be lifted. I really do because I'm feeling it. Uh, I don't know about you, but I would like to have some more face-to-face -face interaction because online only goes so far. You know, we, you have to talk to people. And, you know, w with that being said, you know, I, th this, is, this is a good time more than ever to pray. This is a good time more than ever to get down and suck some carpet. Because who knows how many of us will have, you know, um, we'll have time left here during this, this period of, of, um, of quarantine. None of us knows the amount of time that we have on this earth. Our lives can be... Gone, gone tomorrow. We can be here, to, here today, gone tomorrow. Just like our life is but a vapor, as the scripture says. And we need to just cherish what we have now, who we have in our lives now. And again, like I've said in a previous broadcast, stop the infighting. Stop the bickering. Stop the judgment and the criticism. Okay? That is only for sin issues, Matthew 18, in the body of Christ. Okay, different fellowships will deal with that in different ways. But we need to unite now more than ever, I believe. 
As usual, let's tune in for our final meditation. And now, brethren, as always, I leave you with a meditative tehillah from a book of Davidic Psalms. Psalm 25. God delivers you from temptation. Unto you, O Yehovah, do I lift up my soul. O my El, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Show me your ways, O Yehovah. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the Elohim of my Yeshua, salvation. Lead me in your emunah, your truth, and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. On you do I wait all the day. Remember, O Yahuwah, your tender mercies and your loving kindness, for they have been ever of old. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth for those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Yahovah, pardon my iniquity. My eyes are ever toward Yahovah, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. When you trust in Yahuwah, he will show you his ways, teach you his emunah, and lead you in his paths. Yahovah is the God of your salvation. For his name's sake, he will pardon your iniquity when you keep your eyes focused on the Lord. He will always deliver you from the enemy's net and forgive your sins. Turn your eyes toward the Lord and trust in God, your Savior. Remember in your daily worship and meditation to make a joyful noise unto Yeshua and to praise Him and love Him with all your heart. And now, if you'd like to find out more about your host, here's some contact information. If you'd like to find out more about your host, you can go to my official website at robertrandallmusic.com where you can read my bio and see the various projects that I've worked on for uh, With One Accord Ministries as well as listen to my albums. My first album, That Perfect Moment, a solo piano relaxing album with background orchestration of original composition works, an EP, as well as my second album, which is a classical piano album called A Classical Baroque Musician, featuring some of the most well-known beloved classical pieces from three genres of classical composers, including Beethoven, Bach, Mozart, and Chopin. You can also find me on social music media on Soundbirth app, which allows musicians to collaborate as well as promote their music on Spotify and YouTube and get advice from music managers on how to better their craft and their, uh, their ability to be a better musician. You can also find me on bandlab.com at Robert Randall Music. You can also find me on soundtrap.com or the Soundtrap app. Robert Randall Music. Soundtrap is a digital audio workstation allowing for aspiring musicians to create audio content via loops or through live instruments, as well as connect with musicians all over the globe on the Skype platform and the chat platform to create works of art in music, as well as podcast content creation for distribution on the Spotify platform. Whether you're a solo musician, a band, or an aspiring content creator, Soundtrap is the platform for you. Also, if you're an educator wanting to teach your class 
using the creative arts. Soundtrap is also a great way to teach your students in a very fun and creative environment. Finally, brethren, we are not here without your precious prayers and financial support. To Hebrew Nation Radio, Intervision FM, and our podcast providers. Hebrew Nation Radio is a 501c3 ministry, a radio broadcast, and a bookstore delivering the gospel of salvation through Jesus Christ, the gospel of the kingdom prophetically for our name, destiny, calling in the body of Christendom, and delivering the Torah to the nations to those curious about the Hebraic roots of the Christian faith. Hebrew Nation Radio, building a nation, not a denomination, now reaches a million visitors every day on HebrewNationOnline.com, on the Hebrew Nation app, as well as on the Hebrew Nation Online podcast and the newest engagement in our Mighty Network's Hebrew Nation Online community. We'd like to thank Roland and the crew for all that they've done to support Holy Worship. You can also listen to Holy Worship as an individual podcast on whatever podcast platform that you get your podcast provided on if you enjoy holy worship the music of the bible please consider making a donation at the link included at every podcast description of every episode on the podcast to keep us going with our podcast provider on anchor.fm we'd also like to thank johnny johnson and crew at intervision.fm for also broadcasting our podcast every friday at 5 30 p.m on intervision fm Nervision.fm is an online radio station broadcasting us on KINV-DB Internet Radio on Live 365 on the 365 app and website for Internet Radio. Intervision FM recently won the 2021 Denver Honoree of, of the Mayor's Award for Excellence in the, the Arts and Culture. And that has been an award that's been presented since 1986. You can find Johnny Johnson and crew on YouTube or on various Denver TV networks as well as on intervision.fm and uh, listen to their radio station and watch their YouTube show as well every Wednesday. Thank you so much, uh, guys, for allowing Holy Worship to be broadcast on Intervision FM. It is a unique opportunity as well for those who are in the blind and visually impaired community and those with uh, various disabilities to be able to learn the ability to broadcast their content, be it music or podcasting, on online radio. And Intervision FM works with its mission to educate people with disabilities to have a voice uh, in the Denver community. So we thank Intervision FM for all that they're doing, uh, especially for someone who resonates with their vision to help people with disabilities to have a voice, uh, not only for the gospel of Christ, but for those seeking to have a voice through the soul and, and operation of music. And thank you, everyone, for listening today, and I hope that you have a blessed Sabbath. And until next time, I'm Robert Randall, signing out. Be blessed, everyone. Mm-hmm.